This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Transgender Point of View is an Australian news and current affair panel talk show. Airing weekly and hosted by Joy 94.9. Transgender people come from every region around the world, racial and ethnic backgrounds and faith communities. Chances are that you've met a transgender person, even if you don't know it. But there are still many misconceptions about trans people. And as a transgender person, there are a lot of questions asked of us every day. What's this about using they as a pronoun? Isn't letting a trans person use my bathroom dangerous? Do I refer to you as he, she, it or they? So what's your real name? Are you a drag queen? What's the difference between sex and gender and why does it matter so much? Did you have the operation? What is stealth? How does someone know they are transgender? Really random questions. Are you sure you're not just super gay? You must be a transvestite. What bathroom do you use? Will I be able to have sex? What does cis mean? Good evening. You are listening to Transgender Point of View. Mama Mish here. And Anastasia. Hello, darling. How are we tonight? Yeah, doing well. I tell you what, it's been uh, a lot happening the past few weeks and I've just been kind of... You sound like you're about to lose your voice. Oh, already. I'm so tired. I, um, I had an action-packed weekend for falling. Yeah. I had a fall. I'm right. getting old in my old age. No, please don't <laughs> say that. I mean, I went to the Bolden Festival. I volunteered my time there. And yeah. Honestly, I think age is just in the mind, really. You know, it's just purely a number. In your mind? Because I'm telling you what, I'm feeling it in my body right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't real. I mean, it's, the moment you jump onto the HRT wagon, you know, we age drastically physically. As oh, well. do we? I mean, I, I feel aching that <laughs> in the joint. So, yeah, arthritis thing, I suppose. Well, I've gone fat. So, that's that's how that's how I see it when it comes to HRT. I, uh, look, uh, for, for me, uh, i just been, been kind of watching from the sidelines all the amazing things that have been happening. We said things, the uh, uh, the religious bill. Um, uh, what what's happened? It was like a big rally that got together around this. Yeah, so on Saturday, there was the rally, uh, a protest, actually, yeah. against the religious discrimination bill which might get introduced into Parliament yep. soon. And then there was the same day, there was the Embolden. Uh, the day after, we had the Embolden Festival, uh, organised by our lovely Dr. Catherine Barrett. Mm. So, there were, so this year, she invited mainly trans and gender diverse people and other mm-hmm. LGBTIQ people to the festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, it was a very uplifting and rewarding experience for me. Yeah, well, see, and the Sunday, look, I had the, I had my kids. I couldn't it make it Father's that. It was Father's Day. It was Father's Day. What did you have for lunch or breakfast? Or what <laughs> <that>? <laughs> well, it was supposed to be my weekend with the children because obviously I'm, I'm a single parent. Um, but my ex had taken the kids away. So I didn't see them until like mid-morning when they came over. And they, <laughs> they made me these. They had a card that they had found that was happy birthday, but they scratched it out and put happy Father's Day. And then they had a, another bag to put the gifts in, which was a Christmas bag. And it had um, it had Santa Claus and all this again, happy Father's Day. And I'm like, like okay, guys, great. That's, that's you gonna, got to 
Yeah. I, I love it though, you know, because at the time things like the Father's Day and Mother Day stalls, they're all sort of, yeah. um, you know, trinkety and, and whatever. So, well, they were being resourceful. They were. They so. were being, what was it, socially something? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> resourceful or something. I don't know why. No, it was good. It was, it was really good. And, and I got to spend some time with them. It uh, wasn't long enough, but I was. Um, you know, so out of it from having painkillers. It was just like, what's going on? I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I was just lost. I was just like out of it. And I'm not used to that. I was not used to sitting on my butt and doing nothing. So you know me, I'm so busy, 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 busy. Yeah. Um, but um, I unfortunately had to miss out on even doing the book launch for uh, about Georgie, a, for Georgie, for Rebecca yeah. Robertson Rebecca, yeah, and Georgie. Yeah. So, oh. you know, about a girl. So, oh, well, you know. We can't. Well, we can't attend everything. We can't. I mean, you know, if uh, there was something on Facebook I read recently, um, if you would never let your phone run out of battery, you shouldn't do that to yourself either. Well, I'm constantly running. I'm. I'm like one of those people that charges to like twelve percent and continue working. So that's my. <laughs> that's me. So hopefully soon I will be going away and having a little bit of a break myself. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. So because I'm going through a few things myself, as you know, and. Um, by helping the elderly, because I actually helps with the makeup uh-huh. and touch up as well, it helps a lot. I, I, it was really uplifting. Yeah, uh, some good juju to fill your cup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was really interesting too because for me I I saw all these ladies, especially because um, I I had a bunch of Philippines ladies mm-hmm. above 75 years old. Yeah. They all flocked to me and asking me to do the makeup. Oh. And I asked them, oh, okay. And, and then a few of them were like, the moment we looked at you, we knew that we had to get our makeup done by you. And then oh, nice. uh, this very little lady, she was 89. She was walking perfectly and she was dancing. And uh, yeah, and then she said, I never had makeup on before. This is my first time ever. Yeah. And I like, just see the joy on her face, like having, oh. you know, like, because I, I, I gave her like the, the full package, like, you know, <laughs> you massage, mo- my moisturizer to her face, and massage her face, nice. and put lipsticks on her. And like, that really, really lit me up a bit, you know? So yeah. Wow. It was just really lovely. Look at you, you little <laughs> Vietnamese Mama Teresa. <laughs> uh, no, please don't compare me to Mother Teresa. No, please don't. I mean, I'm not a Catholic figure, and I don't wish to be. <laughs> well, honey, look, we got we got um, some fun stuff to talk about today. It's, it's always good to catch up and, and chat about things. Um, we were trying to find some really good news stuff, but I'll tell you what, the news is um, horrible. horrible. We'll get into that shortly. I tell you, every time I try to do this show, I always sit down and try to think about... Um, you know, the thing of the news, we never really hear much about the news, what's going on, uh-huh. right? And the thing that gets me with the news lately is I'm missing some uplifting stuff. I need something positive happening because I tell you what, I'm I'm reading a lot of the crap that's on the news now. I'm going to pull over here to our, to our main system, <laughs> right? And have a bit of a chat about this. Come on over here with Mama Mish. So let's see here. Now, I did enjoy the tweet by Jen Richards. So Jen Richards was um, going on about... Um, uh, the comment of no transactor big enough to carry a movie, but she did say that did one of last year's most successful films have two unknown trans leads? And I'm going now. This is what back in 2016, I think. Yeah, it, was this 2016? But I just, I just, it was something that that you know, I, I'm thinking about like then, thinking about film now, and how many more things like like was it Pose? 
Pose, and then recently, um, yeah, I think Pose, and then Tales of Two CDs, mm-hmm. and then we honestly, I think just Pose really. I mean, like there are other shows on Netflix that features, you know, mm-hmm. gender diverse uh, roles. What I'm loving though, actually, is how. Um, movie makers and TV show makers are starting to throw in all kinds of different um, references. Yeah. Well, not to say narratives, but um, I don't know if anybody's watched the new um, Dark Crystal TV show. Oh, I have yet to watch yeah. it. Yeah, so it's on Netflix, and there was the new one came Is out. Is it like a cartoon? No, no, it's the, the puppets, you know, the Jim puppets, Henson puppets, okay. yeah. And so it didn't it didn't dawn on me until I was like near the, near the end of one of the episodes, and like one of the main characters, her fathers fathers yeah. were in the show and I was like oh 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 <laughs> wow like they're starting to really slide in little references just yeah. to get past and no one's really said anything or caught on about it I haven't seen a million moms thing pop up or nothing like that I feel like but there's another thing I mean it's a Muppet show it's Muppet <laughs> Yeah, but still though, like, but even they do in the cartoons, like, there's in yeah. some of the movies now. It's like the two, the two parents are both the same mm. gender, or yeah. you know. Um, but you're starting to see more of those things pop in from just filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, you know, starting to see references. Now, I did find a good, I found a good positive story because we're digging through it, and I'm going, this is really starting to get to me. So here's one. More than a haircut, father and transgender son's heartfelt moment captures the hearts of thousands. So when Ezekiel Acosta came out as transgender to his family years ago, he had no idea that a haircut from his dad would hold so much meaning. And they did a three-second video where, where he posted a Twitter and it was basically you know, getting a trim from his dad and was basically highlighting a lot of things around uh, Latina uh, transgender representation, etc. So it's really great to see that sort of bonding between you know, father and son you know, through those sorts of things. And even coming back to the Gillette ad where you saw the, um, what do you call it? The... Uh, Shaving the shaving, yeah. The trans, um, trans men having his first shave, yeah. And the thing is, is I would love to see something like that with trans women, like, you don't really see positive narratives still yet for trans women because, from my personal opinion, because the society we live in are still very misogynistic. So, anybody who wants to express their femininity or the more feminine side of them would be, you know, slammed and squashed and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, made fun of. Yeah, true. Um, so, you know, but at the same time, I have to say, I really appreciate all of the platforms that trans women have landed themselves on recently, mm-hmm. you know, with Chanel Beauty, uh, Victoria's Secret. I mean, it's not exactly the, the greatest name of all time now, but, yeah. you know, uh, so like those kind of things that happen. The day I see another show or a show that actually represents, say, a trans woman as a father, like kids like my life, oh. I tell you what, I will be over the moon because people even freak out and they're like, oh, so you have children? Yes. <laughs> Was it before? Like, were they adopted? No. Then <laughs> <laughs> people just can't get their heads around the idea that I had kids and I'm still dad. And I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a positive narrative like that. Something not beauty. Love you, but, you know. Yeah, you know. exactly. I mean... Because, like, to think of it, like, uh, it happened to me, uh, it dawned on me earlier on as well that, hang on, like, why do we still have trans women, like, not in CEO position, not in, like, you know, extreme leadership position, but we just have 
I mean, it's making waves. It's a it's a great wave to catch on, you know, mm. beauty and stuff. But at the same time, I would love to see trans women moving away from. But the problem is, is we're having tr- we're trouble with with superfici- <laughs> superficiality as well. Yeah, but we're stuck in we're stuck in unemployment and stuff at the moment anyway. So to even get into those positions is. You know, when they get in those positions, there's you know people freak out as well. You know, yeah. there are a few women out there I've seen in in more management and you know business owners, but it's still so, com- you know, not really shown or talked about very much. We should exactly. talk about that. We should we should do a series we on should. trans women in power. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> your eyes just lit you up. You have two of the most powerful one right now. No kidding. I don't know. About that. <laughs> I, I really don't know about that. No, but, but you know, we're both making you know, waves. It would be amazing to see ah, uh, you know, like a trans woman being. You know, a successful politician, or you know, uh, but we're both making waves on things like you know. I actually have my own drive radio show. Yeah, Mission Banks. Yeah, and then you know, you're doing your stuff as well with all your fashion stuff you're doing and doing your own bit of modeling. (laughs) But but the thing is, is you know, like my thing, you know, I how many other trans women really are out there (laughs) hosting, you know, a drive time radio show, or you know, doing the stuff we're doing because you know you rarely see what we're doing. So it's you know we gotta. You got to get out there. You got to be some of the first. And um, yeah, but it'd be good to see. Now I tell you the other, okay, so other positives, other positives. Here we go. We got Georgie Stone on The Neighbors as well. Yes, a lovely Georgie Stone. Yep. And I, I'm I am an episode behind, so I got to catch up, but I think this is being spoiled for me here. Um, but the it's really positive to see ourselves in a space that we aren't seen very often. So a show like... You know, neighbors, for example, is such a positive representation because then we can see ourselves every day in an everyday situation. Um, again, you know, look, my my complaint is, you know, I'd like to see more um, representation of trans women from our age bracket. Really. Yeah, look, the problem is, is is when you get past the twenty five mark, yeah, we disappear. Like, there's no support. There's no organizations really there. Yeah, we got switchboards, uh, but then surprisingly, we are also the most productive member of the society. Even you know, so really, I mean, I mean, uh, technically speaking, from that particular age group, above twenty-five, but and there's no support. Exactly. So I, we, we, you know, I, I mean, I myself, I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm be honest on air. I'm always laughing and joking about stuff, but you know, I myself lately on a stage, you know, I've been suffering from depression, mm-hmm. dealing with some of the stuff because, you know, it is so full on, and you know, it'd be great to go and and, but, but I find though the the hard part is that it's not. It's not accepted to come out and say these sorts of things, you know. Are are you okay? Days. Look into my little soapbox. I'm doing that now. But yeah. the are you are you okay? Days is basically, oh, you know, checking in. Are you okay? Doing great. Awesome. But then after that, you go to try to voice that I'm really struggling. Or I'm really you know whatever. People don't aren't listening. So it'd be great to see some of the tactics that people are doing out there and how they're looking after themselves and and you know being social and because I tell you now, being social is not an easy thing. It's not. And honestly, um, that's something I like to remind everybody is that being a woman is hard. And I'm not going to compare like your cis women to trans women, but for trans women, especially for those who are older than 25, the, every day when, when we walk out of, of the door and live our lives, is always a constant battle, you know? Um, mm. I struggle every day. Even, I mean, looking at me now, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> my greatest fear is that you know my transgender, my transgender identity might be invisible the next day, yeah. and I don't want that. But at the same time, I struggle to walk out there and be proud of who I am, 
because there's just so much going on. My body is changing. I'm going through mood swings and <laughs> puberty, and I just yeah. So like my boobs hurt. They <laughs> <laughs> <I> do hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, you are listening to Transgender Point of View. We, we try to do our best to find some positive news for you, give you a bit of our narrative on it. But, um, you know, we will find some more positive stuff. We as a community will make a difference. Oh, my gosh. You know what just happened? What just happened? So I'm reading these pieces of um, news, you know, on the internet and on like, about like Tinder revealing uh-huh. 30... Why are you on Tinder? Not, not me. These people. These okay. hot people. And then the bio right here says, I like eating. I like dogs. And what I just read was, I like eating dogs. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 and oh, no, so Anastasia doesn't like eating dogs. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't eaten dogs, have you? Um, no. I don't want to talk about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Speaking of food, you always you always love our food, so obviously listening to transgender point of view. Yes. And you, we have our other stream, um, Transparity Trans Kitchen. Kitchen. So um, speaking of food, you wanted to talk a bit about food today. You brought in all this food and you took me out to another little, little corner in the city. To, yeah, it was to a cheap stuff. meal. And so it was Hong Kong street food. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm slightly politically charged yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And I support, you know, Hong Kong people uh, with the recent event. Anyway, so um, first of all, before we start the next segment, uh, talking about food, I'd like to give a shout out to a listener um, who sent us an, an early message this morning uh, expressing how appreciative they were of the show, it, it really helps them through the HRT, especially the ones we had with um, Ro, like Rochelle. Oh, okay, awesome. Yes, so they were working at Anzac Towers and yeah. they are, they were having a tough time, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. That's good that the thing is, yeah, because Rochelle works at the ANZ that we, we've had on before and um, it, it's good that um, we're able to help that listener with the stuff that they're dealing with yeah. um, within their workplace, yeah. um, because it's always important to hear and see that you that there's others like you out there. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, thank you for sending the message. You know, man. If there's anybody else who is who is listening normally, regularly, or ever, just it even pops through, if you feel like sending a message, it'd be great to kind of hear that and even hear some of the things that you want to hear yourself. I mean, look, we've still got back episodes that we've done over the over the past year that we finally have a podcaster now, so we could help us actually finally. edit these things. <laughs> Because <laughs> we've been so behind. And uh, so we're going to start seeing a flood of different things coming through. And we have a producer helping us out too. Coming soon, yes. I know. Well, since I'm, do- well, since I'm doing all the other show stuff and the drive show, it's kind of hard for me to kind of do to that and you doing your things as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so no, it'll be good. I'm literally looking forward to that. Mm, thank you. So tell me more about food. Right. So, you know, like the the Mid-Autumn Festival or the Food Moon Festival is around the corner. What's that? So every year, mm-hmm. uh, Chinese, Vietnamese, and most of the Southeast Asian country, yeah, they celebrate the full moon festival. Okay. So it's usually uh, it's actually on the fifteenth of the eighth month. Oh, okay. Of the lunar calendar, so usually somewhere in between uh, October, uh, September, and October of the Gregorian calendar. Oh, nice. And the thing is, because they believe that the f- the moon on that day is like the brightest and the fullest. Okay. So there's a lot of celebration around, um, you know, fertility and femininity. And right up your um, alley. Originally, you know, it was to celebrate uh, 
to show to express their appreciation towards the rain dragon who brought like you know a very fruitful harvest oh okay to the ancient people nice and for us it's quite similar to thanksgiving in a way because mm -hmm. it's actually one of the biggest festivals cel celebrated in my country wow okay yeah. and uh yeah so I will bring you a sample of the moon cake. You, you have this out. thing about feeding me. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to be good with. I have to be the skinnier, like you the skinniest in the room. Skinny okay, one. so yeah. I need, I, I need, in her head, she's going. I need to fatten this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because honestly, I actually miss home. Yeah, I know. I, I miss home, and uh, I mean, I can't go back there, and I don't speak to my family anymore. But you know, I, I miss the. The memories, the childhood I have. Mm. Yeah, I'm the same. I miss those things as well. So, you know, the thing about the, the Moon Festival is that it's quite... It's somewhere between Thanksgiving and Halloween. Yeah. Because on the day, children and other people are supposed to light lantern mm -hmm. to, lead the way, you know, uh, to lead the way for the spirit to, you know, to come back home as well. Yeah. And uh, also, um, yeah, and it's just we gather, everybody gather... We gift each other mooncakes to, yeah. to express our love for them. Okay. So it's very much like Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. That sounds very cool. Yes. Uh -huh. I'm totally down for that. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> the mooncakes uh, are usually, traditionally speaking, they actually um, have like loads of seed paste, mm -hmm. which has like a cooling effect or supposed to have a cooling effect on your body. Really? Yeah. Okay. However, uh, these days, you know, with all of the abundance resources around us. Yeah. We have like combination or like mixed feelings and it's like a pudding. It's like a Christmas pudding really. Oh. Lots of calories, lots of sugar. Well, that doesn't sound like that's not what I need right now, Anastasia. That's not that's not That's what we all want. <laughs> Higher calories and more sugar? <laughs> that's what my press wants right now. <laughs> <laughs> But my boobies want it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and um, yeah, so I, I really miss her. I do too. Look, and there's things that, that you know, I, I guess it's hard for me as well. When you, Like we were talking about news before and it's hard to actually hear um, some of the things that um, I guess go on with the, um, like in the US and stuff for me. Um yeah, and it'd be nice to go and actually see some changes, a bit of that. And I do miss home, and you know, my family and I don't actually talk anymore either. And um, you know, it's it, it'd be nice to kind of see some of those some of those changes. Well, so far we have another change on the news. Yeah. So this guy from the Empire, an actor, yeah, a cis male actor from the Empire, uh -huh. um, actually came out to support trans women. He oh. said that he loves trans women as much as he does to cis women. Oh. So everyone should love trans women. We, we, we're, we're, we're very lovable. Of course. And, you know, like, you know, we, we, we really know how guys' mind works. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's great. It, it's such a... It's an, You're it, meant to use that powerful good in the station, not for bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he has a platform and he has a notable amount of followers as well. Yeah. So for him coming out to support trans women in a platonic or romantic way it really helps saving lives. Oh, That's yeah, what I I'd agree. In, I actually know? agree on that one. So it'd be good to see, actually see, um, um, you know, more men actually stepping up and, and but also, I 
guess the whole idea is 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 you know stepping up and and being honest, but not um, what's the word? Um, kind of removing the 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 bad stigma, if that yes. makes sense. And I feel like there's nothing more masculine than owning yourself. You know, I, agree. I like what I like, and you know, you can't stop me from liking what I want. You know, so yeah. Yes, no, I agree. It's uh-huh. uh, it's very macho, and that really pretty much turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> just own it, guys. Just just come in and and be honest about it and own it. Yes. Oh, all right. Anyway, you wanted to talk about Fashion Week. Yeah. Have you seen any of the show? No. But then, I are you even interested in fashion? Of course, I am. Right. Oh, yes, because fitted for work. You do have outfittings. Um, That's right. Program. That's right. Well, you know, what's the fashion stuff? I'm always, you know me, I've always been so conservative with corporate and stuff like that and, and you know, presentation. I've never really, can, hey, look, I've gotten, I've gotten a bit, you know, getting creative with my outfitting. I wore, you know, a, a skirt today with, with, a, with a jumper. I'm kind of, I'm trying. Well, I love these new, like, color on you because I've never seen you wearing a minty green color before. Yeah. So, did you like this? It looks fresh, refreshing for the spring. You Is know, it? I mean, spring. So, yeah, quite lovely. You know, you soften <laughs> up the edges. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Now, yes. Well, so I've been watching uh, Melbourne Fashion Week. Yeah. Um, and I realized that this is the time for trans women to um, make the most out of fashion because everything yeah. is back to the retro 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So with lots of um, shoulder padded jackets and blazers. Yeah. And we all can benefit from that, you know. Well, I think we could. Um, and it's very, it's some of, most of the designs this year from us, from Australian brands, um, mm-hmm. towards, they're more towards, you know, um, sort of, Androgynous sort of way really? and cutting and draping as well. Okay, so it, it's very fascinating to see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, Michelle. We're yeah. in Australia, so you can't expect much. But <laughs> well, what's one of your favorite things? Like, what are some of your favorite stuff when you you know you you've been more into fashion than I have? It's more your thing. So what's some, so what's some of the other things that you sort of get into? Bodysuit or leotard. The bodysuits and leotards. But you yes. like, a, but you you went and did that butt model thing with that one gown, didn't you? Pardon? Which one? You did some kind of butt modeling or something, didn't you? Where you did a you did your butt for a yes, thing for uh, Alabama Blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on the show once. Mm-hmm. Now she has relocated to Los Angeles. Ah, see, I wasn't too sure if you were doing any more stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, I don't think my body is, for now, is not exactly in the best shape just yet. <laughs> Listen to you. Estrogen. Oh, my God. You're hilarious. I told you, my thigh gaps disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but that's the thing. And I just noticed how, honestly, we should stick to more leotard or bodysuit because... You think? Helps a lot with tucking. <laughs> I never thought about that, actually. Um, so, tucking, huh? I don't think it's like because it's actually... because. Everything it keeps everything in one place. So imagine if you're wearing like a peplum skirt, and your top is like a bodysuit kind of thing. Yeah, everything just stays in place, and you look well put together. And if anything, it's very, it can be very corporate looking. Right. Depends on the neck, of course. Like it depends on the neckline Mm -hmm. and whether it has sleeves or not. You know. Okay. And I think it's um yeah. So I love bodysuits, and it can be quite versatile. 
You know, well, I've never, you know, I've never thought about that. I should give that a go, actually. Yeah. And okay. then um, and another cut I just realized can be quite flattering on trans women. What's of that? Of all kind would be a boot cut. A boot cut? On jeans or trousers. Okay. Or something with a bit of a flare. Why is that? Well, that way it kind of elongates our legs a bit. Um, and especially with those ones because it, the legs are tapered. So then your hips appear wider. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. So you're, you're Anastasia, you're you're your fashion consultant for the evening. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I love fashion, and honestly, one day I hope I can get back into fashion. I was a fashion dropout, so you know. So you dropped out fashion, and you went into food. Yeah. So I dropped out of fashion design, and then I went to food science and nutrition. Because you weren't eating enough and you were attracted to the food. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. uh, My hair was falling out. My my nails were peeling, you know. Really? Yeah, I was... Okay, so at my frame back then, 5'9", so like a meter 75, 76, I weighed only 54 kilos. But you're tiny. Yeah, but so imagine me being skinnier. No. Skinnier than you are now. Way slimmer, yes. Way, way slimmer. Um, You're stupid skinny already. Like I was just bone skin. So that was the reason why I actually dropped out of fashion. Because you were bone skin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because like back then it was 2006 and size zero was like a like a biggest trend ever. And listen to you. It's like, it's like well, back in my prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sort of. You know, like back then my thigh gap were... Was very visible. God, you're <laughs> kidding. hilarious. I was like, I'm kidding. Please, to have a thigh gap. <laughs> if you have a thigh gap when you're 30, yeah, well, you need to eat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, 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 what was? So, what is some of the? Are who are some of the artists you like to follow when it comes to fashion? Who do you think actually does a good job with like the androgynous or the you know representing the community? Uh, Australian scene so far. There's this brand I really don't know how to pronounce it, but it's 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 spelled with B U L. So B U L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carlos and Patty has great sizing. Okay. Uh, you know, um, Bianca Spender. So that's her daughter. Mm-hmm. She has great, um, you know, um, pieces as well mm-hmm. uh, for us. I think because um, you know. I'm, I'm talking about people around like 30 and up because that's more like, you know, our age group now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. And then... Um, our age group. You, you, you haven't turned 30 yet, have you? Well, I'm turning 30 very soon. So, yeah. The big uh, three O. Complain to me when you go past 40, all right? When you go past 40, like, I'm, I'm definitely past 40 now. Like Honestly... When I'm 40, I want to be like you. You want to be like me? What, fat? No, don't, no. Don't call yourself fat. I mean, great, <laughs> you're owning it. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, like confident and giving out so much. Like I, I would love to be able to give in ten years time to yeah. keep giving in ten years time. Okay. I actually, yeah, that that's my goal. Because well, I'm, glad you, us, I'm glad you see me that way. I'm, that makes me feel good. Because a, a lot of us, like, we kind of disappeared, you know, after certain yeah. time and. Yeah, and I would love to see more of us coming back to the scene and helping the community. Yeah, I'd like to be able to help the, the community a little bit more as well too. I mean, I, I try my best, but um, um, yeah, it's 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 you know sometimes it, you 
I guess I worry that I probably don't do enough, I guess. But then you know? we all feel like... This is, but then that's the thing. Because um, I, being your mentee, I mm-hmm. feel the same. Like, I feel like I haven't done enough work. Oh, okay. Um, but then, like, so what made you feel that way, though? I don't know. I guess there's just so many things to be at. And I guess all the other commitments between the work and the stuff I'm doing, you know, I guess publicly for you know for business stuff and all the networking and and like the stuff i do is more corporate level work and not so much ground roots artsy events you know i'm always you know sitting down having a a cup of coffee with maybe another ceo or somebody who's who's ahead of like human resources or somebody who's trying to educate you know their their board on something and you know, by the time the weekend comes, you know, then I got kids and all those things. So I, I often worry sometimes that I'm not queer enough, that I don't, mm. you know, give enough to the community the way I should. And and then here I stop and listen to myself going, but, you know, you've already done so much. You know, see, I, and I'm sitting in front of you too, you know, because yeah. recently Rowan asked me to write down a list of things I've done. Mm-hmm. And that, so that was the only time when I realized, holy moly. I've done that much within two years. So mm-hmm. so perhaps it's actually helpful for each one of us to list out the things you have oh. achieved. I, I tell you what, I can write journey. down, I can. I write it all down when I've done, but I guess the times is, is it's you, you worry that you're not doing it all the time. Yeah. And I do feel that pressure from the wider community that, you know, I'm not being as visible. I'm not showing up to the rallies. I'm not showing up to, you know, and, you know, you don't want to go and admit that, hey, I'm tired. Hey, I've, I've, I've nearly broken my, my back. Mm-hmm. I've... You know all that stuff, and um, let yeah. me reassure you. Yeah, I mean, like I don't <laughs> believe in the whole trickle down, you know, um, bureaucracy of yeah. corporate stuff. But at the same time, I've seen the way you work, and you know, I think you're helping in a greater way. Hmm. Or at least you know, you get like to have board members who are listening to your story. So that's great. You paved way, and look at me right now. You know, <laughs> you, you you could have molded me. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you should be proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, look at me. Like, Anastasia is like Michelle's biggest achievement so far. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> oh, oh, you're you're the best, baby. You always make me laugh. The time flies when we have fun. It really does. It really does. And and you know, there's a lot of work we got to be doing for for bringing some better and and you know more powerful content. But you know, we do our best. And, uh, you know, we do have some exciting stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. So this morning, before I came to Joy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I do vi- visit that shop occasionally mm-hmm. for some advice. And I asked about my relationship and, you know, my future. And this pops up twice. Oh. It's called The Oracle of Crossroads. A time of waiting when life is suspended is what you need now. What the heavens intended, the future is a mystery. The past not quite ended. But news coming soon is welcome and splendid. Mm. So, yeah. So... Is asking dun, dun. me to be very patient. patient. Like, why can't you just say patient? <laughs> <laughs> You're not patient. Why all these embroidered words? <laughs> <laughs> too many big words. Too many big words. Yeah. How about you? What are you? What are you doing this weekend? This weekend? Oh well, Jesus, weekend. Look, I've actually got some time to myself. I think it's it's still some time to lick my wounds. Um, I am, you know, I'm to a lick mad your wounds. To lick my wounds. <laughs> to 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 heal some more. Um, look, I've got this weekend. I've got look. I've got the footy on. I'm gonna follow up in the footy, sit on the couch, and actually just have some me time. Yes, yes. Everyone keeps yelling at me. Have some, uh, um, 
you know, what do you call it, some self-care time, but, you know, we're getting there. Anyway, well, you have been listening to Transgender Point of View, Moment Mission Anastasia. You can get in touch with us uh, throughout the week. Um, you can on uh, transpov at joy.org.au. On Facebook. On Facebook. Or Transpov Kitchen on Joy 94.9 on Facebook. That's correct. Well, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you soon. Ciao. For listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.